Welcome back to the program. Look, everybody talks about health care. It is the number one bucket where your tax dollars go provincially. It is the biggest strain on the system. But what's it really like to live in a small community where there isn't a doctor? Fogo Island in Newfoundland Labrador is one of those places. Now, we followed this story. Fogo Island, this huge, um, I think it's the largest offshore island of Newfoundland Labrador. They lost their, their last doctor, the permanent doctor. We covered it, remember, in June. And I spoke to the mayor, Andrew Shea, back in May, and he explained the situation to us. Well, we, we had a hospital, a new hospital built a few years ago, so we pretty well got a new facility. And uh, over the years, it's been declining. We've had as high as three doctors down to two, now down to one. And, of course, he, had, he was on 24-7. And he's finally decided to leave this year in June. So we have uh, uh, no doctor now at all. And, and so he was begging for a doctor. Remember, like, please come if you're a doctor. We'll give you a great, it's a great life on Fogo. And he said, with no advanced paramedic, if, if you need an ambulance and you live on Fogo, it's a three to five hour trip to Gander. Listen People to this. People will die, not might, will. Because you can't have a heart, or, a heart attack or a stroke and get to the, get to the Gander, you know. Because in the middle of the night, our ferries are linked to the island, but our ferry is not crewed in the middle of the night. So if someone gets a heart attack in the middle of the night, the crew has to be called in. So finally, Dr. Anthony Fong answered the call. He's an emergency room physician from Vancouver, and he tried to go to Fogo Island as the only doctor. He did not last. Why? The job is almost impossible, and it is uh, an honor to welcome Dr. Anthony Fong here. Dr. Fong, thank you, sir. Hi. Hi, Evan. Uh, great to be here. Thank you for having me. So you're an emergency room physician. You heard the call to go to Fogo. Um, why did you go and what happened when you went? Well, I've been doing um, these things called rural locums for several years now, ever since I um, got out of residency. And traditionally, what a locum family physician is supposed to do is fill in for vacation. Um, so somebody decides to take two weeks off and then you would you would come in and and cover them for that time. And usually we would do a combination of clinics and emergency medicine and some inpatient care. Um, but what I found this time was a bit different. Um, so their last family doctor had left in June and I came in uh, a couple of weeks later and really uh, all the. All the clinical duties for, for 2,200 people, a population of 2,200, really falls on your shoulders as the only doctor. And uh, so I was on call 24-7, but also had to run clinics at the same time. And this is, first of all, it's impossible, as I speak to Dr. Fong, impossible. So what was it like? Like just, So you get there after the first 48 hours, are you like, oh my God, this is impossible. Well, you know, I think it's it's possible, but what it isn't is sustainable. Um, you know, I I'm quite lucky that the um, the contract I'd signed to to get there um, was only nine days long, and so I I could see the end date, and I was like, okay, well, I could do anything for for just over a week, it's no problem. But when it becomes a long term thing, you know, like the previous doctor had been there for for several years and i heard that he had been um doing this 24 7 practice for almost a year before he had left i was like this is not sustainable like nobody can last with this type of schedule 
So, so you you lasted nine days, but that was your schedule. Give us a sense of what you were confronted with. Well, so my day would usually start around eight o'clock, and I would I would come in to the hospital, and uh, basically it's a it's a seventeen bed around seventeen bed hospital, and it has an acute care ward, it has a long term care ward, it has an emergency room with about three beds, and uh, a clinic as well within the hospital. And so I would I would go over to the inpatient uh, ward and round on the one or two patients um, that were to see. And these are these are acute inpatients, so you know think people with pneumonia or um, you know other other medical conditions that that need a couple of days to stay in hospital. Um, and then uh, I would go to the clinic and I would start seeing patients. And usually it would be well, it would always be a fully booked clinic. Right. And um, so during that time. I would be kind of seeing patients in the clinic. And then every once in a while, like every hour or two, I'd be called to uh, see somebody in the emergency room. So I'd have to go down the hall and, you know, excuse myself from the room, walk down the hall and, and see that one or two patients. And sometimes they'd be pretty serious cases and they would, you know, tie me up for, for an hour. Um, so by the time I get back to clinic, you know, I still have to see Right. my full roster of patients. So often they'd just be sitting there in the, the room where I left them and they'd be very patient. Like people of Fogo are so patient and, and wonderful. And they, they really, um, they really appreciate, uh, the care that we can provide. Um, but man, it's, it's, mm. it's difficult coming back to the yeah. clinic and being an hour behind and then still having to finish that fully booked clinic. So what is what happens? So you're gone now. Like, what's going to happen to the people of Fogo now? Like, how do you, how do they get health care? Yeah, so that's that's a big problem. So the last day I was there, um, I was I was told that I couldn't admit anyone to the hospital um, because basically it's it's not safe uh, to to have somebody in the hospital needing acute care, but have no doctor that can. Um, examine them and, and reassess them and, and see what they need. So uh, all patients have to be transferred out of Fogo Island now. So uh, unless there just happens to be another locum in town. So would you like, they don't have a doctor there now. Can you imagine? So, so what they got to get a doctor. They got to entice someone like you to move there from Vancouver. That's tricky with your fan, you know, with your own obligations. If they don't get a doctor, what happens to the folks in Fogo? Well, I think uh, there there will be big problems. I think that people with the aging population in Fogo and, um, you know, lots of people need uh, chronic care, you know, diabetes, poorly controlled, lots of poorly controlled diabetes on on Fogo as as in in many rural areas. Um, And there are also people who uh, have pretty serious diagnoses like, you know, kidney failure, I had to send off a potassium level because people with kidney failure tend to have high potassium that cause heart problems. Right. Um, so these people with these types of problems, they really need to live near a tertiary care center. So I think some people will be faced with the really difficult decision of uh, seeking care, uh, you know, four hours away at a ferry ride or just moving away from the island altogether. Oh just because of the health, uh, access to health. Dr. Fung, would you ever go back? I certainly would go back. 
You know, I, I really love Fogo Island. It, you know, I, I live in Vancouver. I'm settled there and my whole family is here. Um, but I certainly would go back. I had nothing like really a positive experience overall with Lokoming in Newfoundland. And even though the, the, the problems there with both the system and, and the medical issues are significant, um, I think there's a lot of good to be done by, um, by spending some time in this beautiful area of Canada with such a, a, a culture that's uh, just amazing and so, so welcoming. And it makes you really feel like home, even though I'm not from there. Well, Dr. Anthony Fong, emergency room physician in Vancouver, spent nine days uh, on Fogo as the only doctor. There is no doctor there now. I hope you've inspired other doctors to try to, to come out and help that community until they find someone permanent. Uh, it is an incredible place, an incredible uh, province as well. Uh, Dr. Fong, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, Evan. Kind of interesting, right? Because the premier of Newfoundland is a doctor, you know, and his wife is a doctor. So they know these things.